Well, welcome to a somewhat delayed version of the ASA podcast. I apologize. I'm on the road and faithfully did my podcast this morning and it just sat there. (laughs) So one of the reasons you're getting the podcast on Monday is technological error, which is probably more user error than anything else. So enough of the disclaimer. One of the things that Brianne wanted me to talk about or suggested that I talk about is that members were really interested in what was going on with Russia and China and the kind of all the geopolitical stuff. We've talked recession and inflation until we're both blue in the face. And so what else can we talk about that will keep you from sleeping soundly that isn't recession or inflation oriented? Start with Russia. Russia is in very, very bad shape economically, and it is not in a position to sustain this much longer. I mean, they technically they can. I mean, Putin is a dictator. He can do whatever he likes, but the economy is suffering. The military is suffering. We could go on at great length about the embarrassing things that are happening with the military. Lots of desertions, lots of people avoiding the draft. I mean, it's a very, very nasty situation and it doesn't show signs of improving as far as Russia is concerned. The real issue for the U.S. and for Europe is how long we're willing to continue to stay engaged at the level we're engaged at. Obviously, we're sending weaponry. We're obviously also sending a lot of money and support, humanitarian support, and it's expensive. And there have been criticism of kind of an endless demand. Like, we don't know when this is going to end. We don't know what we're actually asking for in terms of an end. Is it a ceasefire? Is it actual capitulation? Is it the beginning of negotiations? We're not really clear what we're asking both sides. Currently, neither side is asking anything. I mean, we're not getting any negotiation discussion from Russia or Ukraine. The country that has been trying to play a role here is China, but it has been awkward for them because at the very same time that they're trying to set themselves up as peacemakers, they've had issues with their own diplomatic corps scaring the bejesus out of Europe. The ambassador to France was quoted in a press interview of saying that all of the former Soviet republics are illegitimate. And it should be okay for Russia to take them over, which would include the Baltic states and Moldova and the Caucasus and Kazakhstan. Well, that really caused a uproar in Europe and kind of undermined China's role as a peacemaker. Xi has been trying to kind of regain some of that ground. I think the ambassador was recalled for conversations, which is a diplomatic term for being taken out behind the woodshed, as it were. China is a whole nother discussion. Um, Our relationship with China continues to deteriorate. We're not going to be seeing an improvement anytime soon. China has always been half enemy, half partner. Um, I would argue that right now it's probably 80% enemy, 20% partner. We still obviously do a lot of business with China, and they obviously do a lot of business with us. But that has in the past overwhelmed kind of diplomatic political issues. It doesn't seem to now that you're basically seeing Xi and the military continuing to be aggressive, even though there's that economic connection. 
The issue of Taiwan, of course, is at the top of the list, and that's being discussed as kind of the next black swan, what happens if there is an invasion of Taiwan. The Chinese military itself did a study which basically said we can, of course, take over Taiwan. The question is, do we want to, and are we ready for the repercussions? Their report pointed out, essentially, that the U.S. has risked a great deal to defend Ukraine when there's no real connection between the U.S. and Ukraine. We've never done much with them. We don't have any real contact with Ukraine. Why did we agree to be as engaged as we have been? The Chinese military said if the U.S. is prepared to do that much for a country they don't have connections with, what are they going to do with a country like Taiwan? So their warning was that the U.S. could impose sanctions, which would have a more deleterious effect on China than they've had on Russia. We've not been able to sanction Russia much because we don't do much with them. Uh, We don't buy much from them. We never have. We don't sell much to them. We never have. China is a whole different deal. They are only 40% independent when it comes to food. They have to buy 60% on an average year of the food they eat. We are a significant source of that food. So if we decided to impose sanctions, that would create a food crisis immediately in China. And that's something the military pointed out. One of the last paragraphs in this report stated, (laughs) kind of bluntly, that in the last 2,800 years, every Chinese government that has fallen has fallen over food. So it was sort of a, let's not be hasty. The Chinese military is suggesting that a blockade would be the most likely scenario. Try to put economic pressure on Taiwan rather than a full-scale invasion. If they invaded, they would clearly be the aggressor. If it's a blockade, we would have to be the aggressor to try to break the blockade. And that's an entirely different set of circumstances. So... Geopolitically, we have two regions that are kind of threatening to be an extension of a black owl or a new black owl circumstance, Uh, and we're not sure exactly where that goes. Many of you know that I started out as a Soviet specialist back in the 80s, so fundamentally I'm still a Cold Warrior, cannot trust the Russians or the Chinese as far as I can throw them, but that's just my background. But it has become a fundamental economic question, particularly with China. And what are we going to do with them? What are we not going to do with them? What countries would we work with if we don't work with China? So with that, I will leave you with more things to worry about. And look at it this way. I saved you from having to worry about this over the weekend. I've hit you with this on a Monday. So you were able to enjoy Mother's Day without being concerned about geopolitical invasions. Thanks. We'll talk again next week.